Hello, and welcome to Melancholy Geek, where I give you the thoughts and opinions of a geek living with depression. Uh, this is Preston, and uh, this is episode number two. Um, still trying to figure out format. I'm trying to decide exactly what uh, focus I'm going to do from episode to episode. I think I'm going to try to talk about something specific, at least for a um, number of episodes, then try to talk about certain geeky things that have happened during uh, the recent time, be week or whatnot, and then um, since the last episode, I'll talk about uh, how um, how my depression is, what's going on with my uh, life in when it comes to depression, and maybe then people with similar interests will uh, can relate and maybe get helped. So that's that's my goal. That's what I'm going to go with. So um, this time I've decided to talk about one of the biggest things in my life, uh, which I'm sure for a lot of you, family and whatnot, that are listening to this is um, going to sound kind of not important. Um, but it, it kind of is, uh, and that is uh, World of Warcraft. I mentioned in the first episode, uh, it is a massively multiplayer online game that has been officially released since November of 2004. I have been playing since January of 2005, and uh, it I haven't been playing 100% consistently, but I've been subscribed since that time. Uh, so this is a immense world, uh, a world called Azeroth, where you have two factions, the Horde and the Alliance, the Horde consisting of numerous uh, races and, and different races consisting of the Alliance. They are at odds with each other most of the time. Sometimes they come together. And uh, this world has been developing since that time. Uh, so it started off with an immense world with two factions at odds and common goals that they each as a faction would address. So the game itself initially was very complex. Well, not that it's not complex now, but it was a lot more complex. Whereas you start as a character, you start at a starting zone. So you go in, say, okay, what type of character do I want to be? And you have, at the time only, I believe, eight, nine, ten, like you had a number of races to choose from. You choose your race. That could be orc, troll, human, elf, uh, gnome, dwarf, undead, uh, and I'm missing something. Um, anyway, there, there are lots. So I'll give you a good variety. They're very similar concepts to like a Tolkien era, fantasy era type creatures um, and whatnot. So you, you choose one of them, and then you choose a class, which is your your type of special speciality, if you will, or or, or type of uh, type of gameplay is probably the best way to put it. So you have a range of melee classes where you fight with hand to hand. You have a range of spellcasters that cast abilities that that do damage, or and then you have um, healing spells as well for the spellcasters. Uh, and then once you choose that class, you can then, while playing the class, you, you can, you know, spread out into different manners. So 
initially you would choose a class. Um, so you choose your race, you choose a class, and then depending on which, uh, on why you're leveling up. So this is the first, well, let me get, I'm getting in my head and stuff. So you choose, choose a race. Uh, I initially, for my main character, the one I played the most one years ago, uh, the first one was kind of a joke. Uh, chosen orc. Uh, these are, uh, as you would expect, a ferocious fighting type race uh, overall. But they, you know, they're not fully like that. They're not as um, monstrous looking as as Tolkien has depicted it. Uh, so it's a little bit more calming. But you know, they're bulky, m- muscle bound creatures, humanoid like, but a lot more bulky. Uh, with you know massive teeth and 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 muscles and and stature uh so after that i choose my class which was hunter and uh, then you start you start at a specific area depending on the choice of class uh race you choose and then you go and you you quest so what the quest is is basically say you go to a person who's always consistently indicated with a nice explanation point over their head you talk to that person they say hey welcome now that you're here, I need some stuff done. Make yourself useful. Uh, so they uh, send you off like, go, uh, we need food. So go uh, get some meat. So go kill 10 of those boars. So you go out and kill 10 of those boars. You get uh, meat as a quest reward and you take those back. And uh, in killing those boars, you gain experience. And then when you return and turn in your quests, you, you gain experience, and then, you know, experience levels you up, and each time you level up, you get uh, new abilities and whatnot. Uh, so that's the general concept, So, but it's evolved so much over time. So it started off with 1 to 60, so level 1 to level 60, and then a number of uh, talents that you would gain over time. So you, you get talent points once you hit level 10, if I recall this correctly. And then, you know, you'd have 50 talent points, 51 talent points, I guess, um, to choose once you hit level 60 to put into your massive tree. Depending on where you went in your tree would really focus where, what type of or how you wanted to play that class. So for myself, I I just I got my, uh, my type of um, hunter. Now, hunters themselves always have pets. So, you know, I got a certain level and I gained a pet and I used my pet and I shot people in the face with bows and crossbows and, and whatnot. Um, yeah, a lot more elaborate than that. That's the general idea. So you literally would go from one area to the next, uh, get these quests and, and kill these things or escort people, which is horrible, 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 horrible concept. Escorting people is bad. Um, and then you would, you know, quest back and forth. And uh, you gain experience for stuff you, you know, you fight and quest that you pass in, and you gain more levels and more points and more learn new things to do, and you you start learning your your class more over time. Uh, after a certain point, this is where the massively multiplayer comes in. You maybe immediately would notice there are more people walking around. So, uh, your Joe Blow from here in in the starting area, and Jack over there is running by. He's also a person, right? So you have, in this world, you have what's called an NPC or non-player character, and then you have players like yourself that are running around. 
So your NPCs you interact with to do either attack or you interact with to, you know, buy items or get quests or any number of things. So, you know, you talk to them, sometimes you help each other, you know, whatnot, and, you know, you work in the world. But especially when you get to a certain point, you you group up. So remember when I said a moment ago, you, you, you get a specialization depending on which talents you chose and what class you chose. You can go in and be a, uh, a damage dealer. That's your focus, which you need. Uh, you can either be a healer as a focus, which means you're a caster, uh, but you, you, you restore health from your fellow players. And then there's the tank. The tank goes in and says, all right, I'm bulky. I've got a lot of health. I've got a lot of armor or what to have you. I'm going to grab this guy. I'm going to pull him over and I'm going to smack him in the face. I'm going to antagonize him and he's going to attack me. But I can take that. I can take that damage. So you basically get three damage dealers, get a healer, you get a tank. You At that time, you would just say, hey, I'm looking to do this uh, and whatnot. You bring them together and then you would go in and do a specialized area called an instance or a dungeon where the five of you would go into this place with a common goal saying, okay, uh, and sometimes quests send you in. You go in and you follow a certain path to different uh, killing enemies and then bosses. bosses. Uh, these bosses would then randomly drop gear. And this gear is more powerful than anything else that would drop. Because the other thing about you killing things is things drop. Uh, it's called loot. Uh, you would loot them and you would get items. And sometimes, you know, you have a more difficult chance out just out by yourself. But when you're together, you have more likely, you're working together to a common goal. So you have more chance of actually getting decent, decent gear. So that was the goal. So you would do that. And then after you'd level up, you know, you'd work with them, people, you go do your own quests, you'd level up, you'd level up. You continue to do this and then move on to different areas, more dungeons as you level up, different dungeons, different goals, different um, different types of environments, uh, move to different zones. And you keep doing this. And then you eventually uh, maybe join a guild, work together to do, you know, so you have a group of people immediately available get assistance with and then you would hit max level max level is the highest you can go in at that time like i said at start it was level 60. so at level 60 you would you know hopefully you'd be in a guild and you you know you'd play and you you'd start off by working with you know other people do a lot of groups do a lot of dungeons at that high level and get the best gear that you possibly can and eventually you would with most likely in your guild you go in and do a raid. Now, this is a lot more elaborate, but it's the same concept as a dungeon, only not, you know, and it's changed a little bit since, but you, instead of five people, you get 40 people together. So that's a number of tanks, usually between two and three. Number of healers, probably around the five, between five and eight, I believe, at that time. And then the rest would be damage dealers. And you would go into different areas, and there's, there was a couple to start. One, and you're basically looking at right at the beginning. There is one dungeon, one raid where you just go in, kill a couple what we call mobs, which are just just things you're gonna kill, but they're just not important. And then one big dragon, oh, Nixie of the Black Dragon Flight. She's fun. But the the fun thing about raids is that the, you get a lot more elaborate things going on. So in Nixia, for instance, you had to go in 
deal with her. And then the first, like she had multiple phases. So the first phase was pretty straightforward. Go in, you try to avoid certain areas of her because she has a big tail. So if you're behind her, she's going to whack you with a tail. You're going to go flying. You try not to be in front of her unless you're a tank because she's got fiery breath and she'll burn the crap out of you. Uh, and then you deal with that. Then, then it's just kill her. Once she gets to a certain amount of health, she's like, oh, okay, I'm not enough of this. I'm going to go up in the air. And then she goes flying up in the air. But what happens then is she's shooting down fireballs while you're up in the air and, and your casters and your range people are still doing damage to her the best of your ability. Uh, her little whelps come out because she's a brood mother. She's not just a black dragon. She's the mother of the black dragon. So you got to deal with all these little little dragons coming in and, and you're, you're looking at like 10 of them at a time, maybe more. I can't even remember the whole numbers of them. You're a bunch of them. So you got to kill them. While that happens, at least at the beginning, it's not as complex as it is once was. While that happens, you've got to, you still have to have people doing damage to her initially. Otherwise, if you don't have enough damage going on her while she's up in the air, she'll do what's called a deep breath at this time. This is way, way, way along. People playing WoW right now probably don't even remember this. She would deep breath, which means she would just go and strafe the area and just do massive amount of damage and fire. Anyway, so that, that was fun. After a little while, you get her damage down. She get down, I believe, around 35 30%. Then she would land again. You have to kill off any more of those little dragons, those welts, as they were called. And then you would have to deal with her again. Now, she still had the same thing. She was a little bit more powerful, if I recall. But every once in a while, she would um, she would yell, and then she would be she would basically send everybody screaming in fear. She had to deal with that. But the problem is also at that time is this: the cavern you're in would burst up in flames. So while you're running around, you're getting damaged. So it was a very difficult fight. But it was a fun fight because then you would, you know, you get your loot, which is now even more powerful. And you would also get a chance at um, at a quest item, which was her head, which would bring back to your town, your main city. And that city would say, hey, this person uh, with their friends has beaten the black dragon. So she's horribly horrible and now she's no longer around. So I'm going to put her head in a spike and give this guy some, some loot. And a lot of experience, so it's fine. So that's that. I can go in and elaborate as it progressed, and but it progressed over time. So after the first year and a half, two years, uh, the you know the game played a certain way. They focused it and they changed a little bit and introduced an expansion, where not only did they overhaul a lot of stuff, they put in a brand new world to play, new storylines, new you know. So they kept it going. So, and because the other thing I didn't mention this is a monthly subscription game. So you have to pay monthly for it. So you get a little bit of cost, but you pay monthly. But for that first period of time, you're paying monthly. You constantly get new content. So, you know, the first two, you started off immediately, you had two raids. Then there was a third, you know, after, you know, a number of months. Then there was a fourth and a fifth. And then they had, a, you know, a little bit after that, they, they let it ride for a while. And then they had a new expansion. So they did this numerous times right now. So you went from normal World of Warcraft to Burning Crusade, which is the core storyline is go to this new world, deal with crap ton of demons. Uh, you had then the rise of a Lich King, which was a, a, lore, a character that was well known in this universe. And he sent legions of dead scourge after you. So you had to deal with that. 
the next expansion was uh, Cataclysm. This one was very, very fun for me because a very powerful dragon who nobody heard from in a long, long time decided, you know what? I'm coming. He burst out of Azeroth, where he was holding, and literally changed the world. He, he destroyed it. That Hence the word cataclysm. New areas got discovered because of this. Old areas were completely changed. So it's a place where it used to be, hey, I'm going to walk down this road or this, this building into this, this uh, basically canyon is now just an area of water. So that, that was a very interesting concept. So it was very, you know, changed the world. So now all of this, probably 50 or 60% of this world that you were new is different. So that, that, that's just, it was fun in that way. Um, so after, after Cataclysm, there was Mists of Pandaria. So the concept of Cataclysm is it opened up uh, exploration and you found this on, on Pandaria and you dealt with that. Uh, so after Pandaria, uh, you, because of the storyline, you moved into new one, which is called Warlords of Draenor. So you actually went into a different timeline uh, from the origin of where the orcs came from. And you had to deal with what was going on there, which instigated even more demons because an orc in that timeline who was killed in another timeline, he was very, you know, uh, working with the demons. And now we are at Legion, which is just the demons are coming again, full, full tilt, crazy, and you're trying to deal with them. Uh, so that that consistently happens. So what, why I'm talking about this, outside of the fact it's geeky, it's a game, and it's elaborate, it's a lot of story, it's immense, and it's a phenomenon. Millions of people play this game. You know, it's fluctuated over years, but right now I think we're in between 10 and 15, uh, 10 and 12 million people play this game consistently. This is this is one of those tropes, those things that I've mentioned. This keeps my attention fairly regularly. That's a good thing because. Uh, with depression, if you don't have something to keep you occupied a lot of the time, at least for myself, especially for myself, you tend to dwell on the bad things, not as much the good things. And and that just that takes your mood down. And while your mood's down, you you know you start thinking about horrible things and whatnot. So you know that that is that that really is a bad thing. So. It, really is not something you want to happen. Now, that being said, um, over the years, depression has been spiked, which has made it uh, outside of, you know, different times in World of Warcraft, made it more difficult to play. I can't focus on it. And you have to have some focus to at least get through any amount of things uh, for any amount of time. Uh, that That is very difficult um but thankfully they keep putting out good content now it's been you know how good it is from each expansion each year to year it's been fluctuated and i think the last expansion was probably the lowest even though i still enjoyed it and this one's really up there that that can be a problem so you you know you have fluctuations in in the type of enjoyable content and you have fluctuations in my depression so they you know they come and odds with each other and can make things very, very difficult. We don't want difficult. Anyways, so that, that gives you a perspective on something that I thoroughly enjoy and outside of why I enjoy, why I think it's a good thing, right? It's, you know, sure, some people just play it and get addicted to it. That's a bad thing. You know, if I 
didn't want to play it and didn't enjoy it, uh, I wouldn't. I'm clearly not addicted to it. Otherwise, uh, my depression would probably wouldn't stop me from playing it constantly or or whatever. Um, it's a good vice. It's a good attention keeper. It's fun. And over the years, it's done something that that is also part of my depression is very difficult, and that's socialization, right? So when you're dealing with those points and and dealing with those five men people, especially in previous years, not as much in recently you have to actually interact with them. So you have to get on different types of voice chat and talk to these people. Sometimes that was 40 of them. Sometimes that was 10 of them at a time. Sometimes that was 25 of them. But that was the first that was good eight years where I was consistently doing that. And that was very good. Like, you know, Sometimes that was harder to do than others because of the depression uh, and trying to get out of whatever rut I was in. But it was good. It was interaction that I didn't do very often. So that that's just one of those things that can come into it. Now, I find WoW is a lot better uh, as an atmosphere for a lot of these people because a lot of these online games, when you're dealing with voice chat and whatever, a lot of us, quite often, in my experience, the people are toxic, maybe for uh, lack of a better word. So they're not good to deal with, which pushes you away from the game, which means that's not something you're doing, which means you're, maybe your mind is going back to thoughts of stuff you shouldn't be thinking about. So that's why I personally have enjoyed your, uh, WoW over the years thoroughly and why I think it's a good thing. And these types of things are a good thing. Now, there have been many video games over the years, um, not just WoW, but that one's the most consistent. Uh, love your thoughts on these types of things. So, so we'll take a break from that. Um, that's that's my concept of this this particular episode. Uh, feel free to give me your thoughts. Uh, if you're listening to this, you're likely, like I said, starting off as being uh, family friends. Feel free to comment. Uh, you know how to get a hold of me. Next up, I, I'd like to talk about a recent geeky thing. Uh, one of the biggest geeky things uh, of uh, of what's going on, and then I'll talk more about how I feel uh, over the last uh, period of time, see if, you know, get some perspective. So the, probably the most interesting thing that occurred uh, geek-wise since I recorded my first episode uh, was the movie Wonder Woman was released. I saw it in theater, as I do with many comic book movies and many movies in general. Uh, And, uh, when it comes to comic book movies and comic book characters, uh, I'm, I've never been a big reader of comic books, so I don't know a lot of it, but I've you know, seen enough television and shows and cartoons of when I was growing up that I do know a lot of them. Out of the movies, comic book movies that have come out over the last, oh, eight years, 10 years, whatever it is, um, Wonder Woman is the one I've known the least about. I know who she is, I know she, you know her, her abilities and whatnot, but her backstory I've never known. Um, so this was refreshing, very refreshing. Uh, the movie itself was uh, well done, I think. Uh, personally, it looked very, very good. Uh, the acting was on par with what you would want from an action-type film. Uh, the story was solid, you know, in a, a core concept saying, hey, this is what's going on. This is what, why this is going on. So I'm going to go deal with it and dealt with. So that was good. Uh, it. Uh, was pre-focused 
the film style of some of the action films was very unique yeah, for this type of genre, which was quite nice. And uh, it had some good humor uh, thrown in there, uh, here and there. Uh, so out of the Marvel universe, it's probably, you know, it's not in the Marvel universe, but out of those movies, it's probably not on the top end. It's probably middle of the road, which is not bad by any means. But when it comes to the last uh, DC series, which were, I think, this is the fourth. Yes, I'm pretty sure it's the fourth. So you had uh, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, and Suicide Squad. I enjoyed all three of those. You know, a lot of people hated them. That's fine. But this is definitely the best out of those, without a question. So uh, if you like that kind of movie, you like an action movie, you like, you know, a little bit of fantasy. Because this, you know, it's an action movie. It's not really sci-fi, but it's fantasy. It's based out of World War One uh, timeline-wise. It's really good. Recommend you watch it. So, uh, what now? My idea is to talk about how I have been, and the reason I'm going to do this is somewhat for myself. Not that I do that very often. Do anything for myself very often. And for anybody that's listening, maybe they'll get something that they can relate with. So in the last uh, period of time since we last spoke, um, I had a week off. I, I do that occasionally because they give me vacation days at my, uh, my day job. I did very little. And the reason I did very little is because I'm not a social butterfly. I don't really socialize at all. Uh, the only time I went out of the house was to really go see Wonder Woman. And uh, I, 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 it's hard to explain how that feeling is. It, it's, it's not a good feeling by any means. It's, it's like you have no, you have no motivation, which I mentioned on the first episode. It's, so it's trying to do things that I need to do. And that can range from chores to cooking and eating because of cooking uh, to getting groceries so I can maybe <laughs> if I had the motivation cook so all those things were at odds with each other uh, and getting more detail of how that feels or try to explain how that feels some of you maybe have gone to situations where you're just overwhelmed uh, and you get this very feeling where you just have to stop or you can't do anything further or maybe you've been in a situation where you've had a panic attack where the same thing that, that really relates to being something that's somewhat overwhelmed well regretfully i get these types of feelings at different levels of severity with everyday life it's fun it's great it's awesome horrible don't recommend it um did i mention i'm sarcastic uh so that's the type of thing that I end up getting and feeling every day. How bad it is or how often it happens, that varies. But it continues to, to occur, and that can be horrific. And I don't know how to deal with that. Uh, there are you know many different ways to deal with that, but because of the motivation issue, it's a lot more difficult. So that that caused me problems. So I I literally went the entire week like that, went out twice, and 
you know, seen a movie, but I didn't do anything. I didn't socialize with anyone. I didn't talk to anyone. I didn't reach out to anyone. That was my life. Um, and that's what I do, regretfully, that I don't socialize with people very often. Uh, so it's not fun. So maybe talking through this will help. Maybe talking through this will help you. Maybe you'll relate. Uh, so that's all I will have for this episode. Uh, so if you are listening, you want to contact me, if you know how to get in touch with me directly, feel free to do so. Um, if your family or friends want to relate, you know, feel free. Uh, if you're not, awesome. I'm glad you're listening. That's what I'm looking to do. And uh, feel free to contact me. Um, email me at mail at prestonmarsh.com. Uh, and I'll do what I can to respond. I may not respond right away. I should get it right away. And, you know, when I have that motivation, uh, I'll certainly uh, get in touch with you and see. I, I appreciate any feedback that I get from any source. Uh, I'm happy to take feedback. Uh, so uh, thank you very much for listening. And uh, feel please listen again. Uh, hopefully at some point, once I get these out, uh, I will have a uh, subscription set up. So if that is already the case, feel free to subscribe. And uh, hopefully I'll continue to do these and, and help myself and uh, maybe help the people out there that are geeks and uh, are also living with depression. All right. Thanks for your time. This has been uh, Melancholy Geek. Have a good day.